Cat scratch fever. Tanya, are you talking? Uh, no, no, I'm listening to this lovely rendition of Cat Scratch Fever. <laughs> <laughs> Just enjoying being serenaded. <laughs> <laughs> and so it goes. Thanks for giving us the uh, hiatus there. School got real crazy. And oh, yeah. That's fine. It was just kind of nice to have a little break. And to our fans, we apologize to all 10 of you. All 10 of you. <laughs> our our see you at the beginning of next month was inaccurate. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I think to myself, why am I doing it? <laughs> <laughs> why? Because <laughs> it's fun to hang out and chit-chat about random shit. Hell fun. yeah. It's better than reading the news. Or reading okay. it all, apparently. Or nope. being on the news. Well, unless our podcast was on the news for being amazing, then we'd take it. But nope. I'll take uh, bad publicity for 200 Alec <laughs> <laughs> what is Tripace Pod <laughs> <laughs> and his cancer came back did you guys see that <laughs> don't <laughs> did you guys see that real hard cancer... <laughs> segue there <laughs> did you guys see that like by the miracle of God he's going back into remission I mean, I don't know if it's the miracle of God. It's probably the miracle of science, but his, he's yeah. in like fucking like major remission. Steve oh, Jobs is like, my fruit diet really fucked me over. And it did, actually. It really sent him over the edge. Well, the thing is, it, you know, Steve Jobs did the whole thing like where he's, it, they caught it early and it could have been preventable, but he just decided to do like holistic medicine as opposed to scientific medicine. Right. <laughs> and keep it away from the board members. Smart move. Mm. Not. Oh, yeah. I feel that. If you eat healthy, you can, you know, have a good positive response on your body. However, I feel that cancer trumps all and you can't just eat healthy when you got cancer. When you got cancer, you gotta go fucking full down blazing. You can't eat cancer away. (laughs) (laughs) That's the tagline for the episode, guys. (laughs) Public service announcement. Here's one to grow on. <laughs> you can't eat your way out of cancer. Yep. Oh. But if you have enough cuddlingus, that actually is, they're finding a striking numbers in throat cancer with especially like actors and people in bands mm. who apparently ate a lot of pussy. Oh, damn. I mean, some people like chicken wings, some people like pussy. What if? <laughs> Who am I to decide? <laughs> and here I am just wishing for somebody to sit on my face. <laughs> that I don't, it'll kill me. <laughs> Good. Sour cream and chives. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I think I heard Tyler vomit in his mouth a little bit. There. <laughs> just, oh, God. There's something really wrong with that person. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> see and this people this this is why we podcast <laughs> this is the, the quality content you sign on for <laughs> if oh, you'd Mark. like to donate please go to our paypal account <laughs> and drop us a dime <laughs> that's, wow that's funny we're funny all right so who's ready for a fuck mary kill 
Oh, God, I can't wait for this. All right. We're going, to, going back to the uh, good old days of the 90s. We're going to a classic show, Married with Children, and we're going to take uh, <laughs> top three actors. Ed O'Neill, also known as Al Bundy. Katie Sagal, also known as Peggy Bundy. And then Christina Applegate, also known as Kelly Bundy. <laughs> the Battle of the Bundys. You know what makes it sad is like the best option is the one that gets the glorious announcement there, Kelly. But <laughs> oh yeah, well you know where I'm going. <laughs> oh no, I felt like it was still up for debate. <laughs> I'm left to like fuck two people I don't want to have sex with because Kelly Bundy was like my aunts and my cousins, mm-hmm. very Polish, blonde-haired, hazel-eyed. Very strong attitude. It would be like incest. And dumb. Don't forget dumb. Now, do we want to do the <laughs> characters or we want to do the actors? Oh, you, that's well, a good... you know, do we, the do reason... we want two answers? <laughs> you know, the, the reason why I say that is because I have been watching the new show that Christina Applegate is in. And when I see that character and that persona, that's actually what I think of when I see my aunt. So I don't know if anybody's seen that show yet. Have you guys seen that show? Uh, Dead to Me? Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about that. After the little fuck, Mary kill. Anyways, been watching Dead to Me, so I have. She's dead to me. I can't. I can't do that. It's just too. It's too like personal. It's like weird. It's like it's like Kelly Bundy would be like all of my aunts and my cousins and me, the brown haired girl in the mix, thrown together and made into one individual. That's what it would be like. I can't do that. No. <laughs> you gotta have boundaries. I understand. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you gotta have boundaries. I stop at incest. <laughs> <laughs> Just say nope to incest. But it rhymes the best. <laughs> <laughs> No, just isn't for rape anymore. And then, uh, you know what, though? I think Al Bundy would be a good Mary because he's a provider. He works at a shoe store. Free shoes? I get free shoes, I'm assuming. (laughs) No matter how horny I am, I have a lesbian neighbor who lives across the way, and he doesn't want to fuck me at all in the first place. He never wanted to have sex with Peg. Isn't that, like, the weirdest thing? Yeah. Well, except for that one episode that was on the other day, unfortunately, she was, like, scrubbing the table off for a barbecue, and he saw her butt moving, and (laughs) he was like... Hello. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 ew. <laughs> She's like, oh, ow. Oh, ow. <laughs> you know what's crazy is we were watching Logo, and what Logo has on for, like, syndication sitcoms is the Golden Girls and the Bundys. And so you really oh. get sucked into this, like, That's pretty good combo. <laughs> fucking wormhole. <laughs> I mean, I know it is a good combo. Logo, is, for people who don't know, is traditionally a gay television channel it started off as like a gay television channel so it was airing like queers folk and all those show tunes classics kind of movies (laughs) show tune classics (laughs) queers folk show tune classics (laughs) (laughs) traditionally gay themed content so it's not guys and dolls yes sir when you see a guy reach for stars in the sky you can bet that he's doing it for some dolls (laughs) (laughs) but for some reason it's been stuck on our tv station so we've seen three's company (laughs) the golden girls thank you for being a friend and married with children now, nice. a quick sidetrack before I answer my fuck, Mary Kill. Tanya, you completed all of them? Uh, no, actually, I didn't. But yeah, I, I mean, I guess I'll I'll just give Peg a, a good pop 
a, she's, a pegging. I don't know. I, a what? A pegging? I'm going to give Peg a good pegging. I'm going to peg Thank that you, peg. Oh. So, so I think pegging is a different thing. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to. Ooh, ooh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to peg. <laughs> Anything I have to put in my dishwasher after doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> so you don't eat? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't have a Joji or whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> it's a Shinjo. <laughs> so you're you're fucking Peg. I'm pegging Peg, but not in that way. And I'm marrying Al because I think that's going to be the most cohesive and beneficial. And I'm going to murder my family, apparently. <laughs> no. All right. Well, that's what family's well. for is murdering. <laughs> <laughs> bodies on the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Uh, let's see. My, my uh, fuck, Mary, kill. This is this is a hard one because, well, I was kind of thinking about Buck and Bud and how they obviously feel super left out right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait a minute, David. David Faustino. You're perplexed because David Faustino and the dog aren't present. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they got. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the weird, weird kid and the dog. So I felt like they were an easy, uh, an easy like, cut from the list. <laughs> where's Where's Grandmaster B, man? He came from the streets where everyone's meat. Guns in the night put you under a sheet. Can't love no one cause he's on the run. Sleeps in the alleys, wakes by the sun. Listen to the sirens, thinking they're for me. It's a lonely life for Grandmaster B. Yes, a lonely life for Grandmaster B. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when the dog got all the credit cards? He was like living like a boss. <laughs> oh my god! Side note: I did love the dog character because it was just like a the third wall was being broken. It was just a character observing <laughs> these humans being ridiculous, and it was kind of amazing. <laughs> it was the smartest thing in the room, right? So for me, I think I would have to kill Peggy as Peggy because. Mm. Her voice in that show is so abrasive. Agreed. So I think she's going to have to be my kill. However, <laughs> if she was like in another show, like uh, Futurama, I hey. could probably keep her around. <laughs> you stole my bit. That's <laughs> oh, no. no, fine. No, it's, it's one of those like, that's going to be like my big things. Like I, I love Katie Sagal because I love Futurama and she's great in that. <laughs> yeah. she is, she's an amazing actress. Yeah. And she's really good in Sons of Anarchy too. Yeah, you know what? I haven't seen that, but I've seen clips of her in that show, and she's really good. Yeah. So, but is this a leather thing? Is she wearing like a lot of leather in there? I mean, it's like Judas Priest well, I mean, walking it, around. Yeah, it is kind of a biker show, so she's definitely got a like. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I couldn't sum it up better than that. <laughs> I'm gonna break the law and kill Peggy. Oh no! And then I think I'm gonna have to. Fuck Al, because he's so lazy that I just don't think it would be anything that he would do more than once. <laughs> and then I'm gonna at the end of it, he'd be done. You'd be like, "You're done, right?" <laughs> that was it. Okay. And then and then I will marry Kelly because well, she's hot and she's dumb. So 
you could really get away with anything with her as your wife. No. So <laughs> you wouldn't have to worry about it too much. <laughs> but uh, that's how I roll. Oh, and also outside of <laughs> the Bundys, she is definitely my favorite. What, what about you, kind sir? Well, I, I originally planned for the, the actors themselves, but not like the characters. So my original thought was I'd, I'd marry Christine Applegate because she's fucking cool. She's like everything I've seen her in recently. She's been fucking rad at. And like we said, aforementioned uh, Dead to Me. That was fucking amazing. That is an amazing show. I'd probably fuck Katie Sagal because, you know, again, Futurama whatnot have you <laughs> futurama sons of anarchy her whole body of work deserves a good screw and that and she's she's aged really well she's really good and then ed o'neill yeah you know he's, <laughs> he's all right <laughs> yeah. he's, a funny, he's a funny guy but you know not much to look at <laughs> you know what though i don't hear anybody in hollywood going ed o'neill rape me yeah yeah right <laughs> ed o'neill tried to finger bang me in the hallway <laughs> yeah and he's, had, he's had a good career there's nothing against him it's just one of those you know eh, i'm sorry ed gonna kill you off Nothing personal, buddy. <laughs> Gotta go. Ed's dead, baby. Ed's yeah. dead. <laughs> and then for the characters, it's hard because... Uh, they're Al, all horrible. <laughs> yeah, they're all kind of bad. Like They're all kind of bad. <laughs> Al's a kind of just very casual misogynist. And like, <laughs> I, I remember from the show, even being a kid, like him just hating on women the whole time. <laughs> He's definitely scarred it for whatever reason. But the yeah. crazy thing is, is like, it's not even like a Chad situation. He wasn't even happy with what he had there. Isn't that weird? He, he, I think he just hated people. I think that was that was Al's character. Is he just hated everybody? He hated life. I think so because, like, I when you look at how often he was like, "Oh, I gotta fuck you again." Like, what what husband yeah. says that? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, like, you know, if someone's throwing a lay your way, I mean, you should be appreciative. <laughs> if they're don't let them out, take. <laughs> yep. And then Peggy, uh, yeah, again that voice again. Yeah, wanna... the voice, man. The voice is bad. <laughs> it's the dead ringer. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I just want to kill all of them because they are just terrible. <laughs> That's why I said the where's the dog? <laughs> well, I'll be damned. That's me. That show is ridiculous. I don't know how long it was on though. It had, it had 259 episodes. That fucking show was on for a decade. It was on wow. from like April. 5th, 1987 to June 9th, 1997. Holy shit. I did not know it ran that fucking long. Because I remember like being on like... It was on. It was on for an entire decade, and that's why it's like been so impactful. Because think about how many generations of people are are I've born in, <laughs> in, in, in that in that time span. Marriage, <laughs> and that's marriage. yeah. It's totally in the fabric of your life. Oh yeah, like we were talking about it earlier, and like that's the song that popped into my fucking head. <laughs> like it started playing <laughs> through my head as we were talking about it earlier. It's like you just know it. It's just there. I mean, That's Julie funny. and I have been married. Well, we've been together for 20 years and we've been married since whenever it was legal in Massachusetts. That's how romantic it is when it gets legal, kids. Yep. America. And <laughs> Right. But like, I, like, we're not even that miserable. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how? why is this guy so fucking miserable? I, first off, I wouldn't want to be touching women's feet. And why do women want to shove giant feet in the little shoes? Is that a real thing? <laughs> I don't know. Well, every, the- every woman I know who's got really big feet are pretty open about it they're like oh i've got like a size blah 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 I'm yeah like, wow, i'm really? a bigfoot <laughs> check <huge>. it out <laughs> there's like a chinese practice like was it feet binding oh yeah yeah, yeah. that makes yeah, sense that, to, to go dark with it i always wanted my feet to look like fist <laughs> no it's japanese not chinese 
Oh, no, it's both, apparently. They're all into it. <laughs> yeah. I think what was the thing that everybody gravitated towards was there were so many people in, like, really miserable jobs. I mean, still, there's so many people doing really miserable jobs. <laughs> it was just, like, so relatable. I don't think there was, like, ever... I never felt like I watched that episode and was like, oh, that was the moral of the story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I, <kind> of, <laughs> I walked away from it feeling, I walked into it feeling nothing. I left feeling nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that dead was Dead going thing. in and dead going out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And tragic. <laughs> Speaking of dead, uh, so so have you guys seen Dead to Me? That was a beautiful segue. <laughs> <laughs> that show is awesome. Yeah, it was really fucking good. No, like the okay, so like the first episode that we watched of it, I was like, huh, well that's weird. <laughs> yeah. But then like the more you got into it, and you were like, okay, spoiler alert, obviously. Yeah, say heavy spoilers kept heading up, coming down. The but if you there. haven't seen it yet, it's been on for quite a, I guess, quite a while. They got picked up for a second season, so that's cool. If you haven't seen it yet, you're dead to us anyways. Just go on. <laughs> you are dead to me. <laughs> but I was just like, oh my God, this person is a good person and did this horrendous thing. And you're just like, oh, oh my I've... God, through mm. throughout it. And you're like, I just don't know how she can't say anything you know it i i didn't feel like she was a good person i didn't feel like she was a good person until maybe the baby thing because i thought like at that point it just didn't make any sense but when we got to the baby thing and it was real and like they actually did know each other because like for me it was like still up for debate mm. yeah well i think that was the cool thing about the show is it took you up and down emotionally you were like oh my god i hate this person oh my god i can feel for this person oh my god what yeah. the f you know what i mean well it's like you know it's like real people there's layers to them layers you know obviously she did a terrible thing you know running over her husband and didn't <laughs> no no you know... wait a minute you don't just bomb people when you get mad <laughs> i'm yes. just checking 10 points <laughs> <laughs> But, like, you know, obviously she fucked up in that situation, but she also, it was also, like, a moment of panic, and, you know, her boyfriend was like, oh, no, we gotta get out of here kind of thing, and she just, that was in a her state Her boyfriend, of, who is a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Was, you know, in a state of shock, so she kind of ran with it, and then the guilt built upon... Yeah, I that, it was so. it's really... definitely well written in the in the aspect of how women communicate with one another and the way they can really feel from for one another. Women, women are really kind of fickle in a way that they've been kind of from a marketing standpoint, been bred just be petty against one another all the time, not really support or lift one another up. But in times of tragedy, they'll come together and support one another. Like I have seen total adversaries bond and stick together and stand by one another at really terrible times. So, I mean, the TV show really captures that. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was very well done. Yeah, see, both their both their acting was incredible. Like, that was the thing that really got me. It's like, both of them, it's like, you know, I again, I hadn't really paid attention to Christina Applegate that much since Married with Children. And seeing her in this role is like, holy shit. <laughs> Come like, on, you didn't see the sweetest thing. That was nope. a great fucking movie. Too big to fit in here. Too big to fit in here. Too big to fit in here. Oh my God. Oh my God, it's fame. We're insane. Oh, the sweetest thing was a good movie she was in. 
Add that to the Netflix list. <laughs> I'm really interested to see where the show goes after yeah. how it ended. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, I was oh, kind okay. of like, oh, okay, well, uh, I didn't see that totally come. Because some of the stuff I could, you know, kind of predict because it was a little predictable. But oh, yeah. Some of the stuff it was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. But it, it is a really good show. Good. You know what else was a, a really good show, too? I'm not sure if you saw it. Uh, Russian Doll. with No, not yet. Natasha Leone. Oh, my God. That was weird as shit. It, it was, was really a, cool, but it was weird. Yeah, it was, it was a weird show. It was good. I think we watched it right before we watched Dead to Me, so it was kind of like, whoa, this, this is a lot. But it was also done really well. Well, it was a lot in the, in the idea that it was written well. These are very well-written shows, and that's kind of nice, and they're new and fresh and make yeah. you think. And what was cool about it, too, was it was written by Natasha Leone. So she was in it, and she wrote it. Oh, I didn't know she wrote it. She did that uh, podcast with Macaulay Culkin, right? Yeah, it's called Bunny Ears, and he did an interview with Natasha Leone, and he's known her like since they were teenagers, basically. But the show was created by Natasha Leone, Amy Poehler, and Leslie Headland. I'm not sure who she is, but Amy Poehler, I am familiar with. <laughs> she's obviously weirder than we thought. <laughs> right, right. So that that's a, a definite check out. After you watch Dead to Me, I suggest you roll into Russian Doll. Nice. I was looking at, you know, all the new releases and all that stuff that is now on my list and i'm like oh my god i have to take a month off so i can catch up on my viewing (laughs) (laughs) but uh the oa season two came out i haven't watched that yet yep same uh stranger things three came out on july 4th yep legion (laughs) the final season of legion just came out also is the second season the final season it's the third season but i didn't know it was the final oh I didn't know it. I didn't know there was a second season. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, That's okay. I slept right through that. <laughs> oh. You you can binge. And then uh. Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee comes out here soon. Orange is the New Black is uh, on its final season as well, which is season seven. And thank mm. God. It's and then, yeah, that, that's one of those need ended a while ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a little too much. Uh, and then to go back and binge watch just because Mythbusters and Naked and Afraid, their complete seasons are out on Hulu. Nice. So I, can... I wholeheartedly approve of Mythbusters because that is a, one of those things I grew up watching a shit ton of. And I fucking love like their dynamic is great. You know, it's, it's funny because like they weren't best friends at IRL, but they were really good like co-workers kind of thing because that's how they treated it. Yeah. You know, Adam Savage and uh, Jamie Heineman, you know, they're professionals. So they're like, you know, we know our shit. They respect each other because they each know what they're doing, but they weren't, you know, buddy, buddy. That dynamic was cool. Right. Well, it was good. It was healthy for people to see that. Right. Yeah. It's healthy for people to see that you can work with one another and have different personality types or you can bomb them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they, they say that like, yeah, they say that in like interviews like, you know, it's like we, we're not we're not friends. Like, you know, we're two different, totally different people. And like our personalities aren't you know compatible. Right. But like we both know what the other is capable of and we respect the shit out of each other and we just work together to do these things. Hell yeah. I think doesn't Adam Savage have a new show out? No. But we watched Adam Savage recreate the Maltese Falcon, which is like a YouTube video you can fall down a hole in. <laughs> that was totally awesome. 
Oh yeah. Have you have you seen that? I don't think so. You've got to see this. It's totally amazing. Yes, yeah, I like his stuff, and I is is a tremendous podcast. I used to listen to that for a while, but they they don't do many episodes anymore. Oh, okay. This says here in June, Adam Savage will be back on TV with a new show called Savage Builds, eight episode okay. series on the Science Channel, featuring Savage making epic creations like 3D printed titanium suit of armor that was inspired <laughs> by the Iron Man films and nice. actually flies. So that I I I have a feeling that this show came out of him making the Maltese Falcon. Yeah, because he's he's a really cool like builder. Like, I follow his Instagram, and he builds like these really great cosplays because he loves the cosplay, and he especially yeah. he especially loves uh you know space. So he builds he goes and finds like as close to real like spacesuits as you can get with like real parts and whatnot, and he builds basically builds spacesuits. That's cool. But his uh the thing he does in uh, for like Comic Con is he dresses up and like tries to hide away, and so he makes a game of people trying to figure out who he is at Comic Con <laughs> and stuff like that. That's cool. Oh, but his uh, pod- podcast is called uh, Still Untitled. That's what it was. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> BT dubs. But yeah, so I was like, well, apparently it's summer, but you better get your ass in front of the TV because there's a lot of shit to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I binge watched Good Girls this last week. Oh, is that with a... Oh, what's her name? The chick for Mad Men? Yeah, it's got her and um, there's two other actresses that I really like. Uh, Mae Whitman and Rita. Oh, Okay. Yeah, they're they're both really good. It's a fun like old ensemble cast, but it's it's one of those shows where it's like, oh well, you know, we do this, and then something else gets set up that's going to be terrible, kind of thing. <laughs> so it's 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 like the what the lost formula kind of thing. It's like, well, better tune in next time to see how they they fix this situation. How yeah, they kind of thing. fix this fuck up? <laughs> what is her name from Mad Men? Oh, Christina Hendricks. My mother raised me to be admired. You know what else I wanted to touch base on since you did bring up Adam Savage's podcast? There's a, a few new ones that I've been listening to on my feed. The show Blackout with Remy Malik. What's that? It's um actually, he was the guy who played Freddie Mercury in the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. But what's interesting about Blackout and why I ended up kind of gravitating towards it was he plays a guy from Massachusetts who lives in Berlin, New Hampshire, which is kind of like BFE, New Hampshire, way out there. By BFE, New England. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like way the fuck out there by Canada. And it's kind of it's it's in its own little. It's cold and desolate. It's got moose. (laughs) I've gone through it in my head so many times since. He was wearing all black. I remember that. When I replay that morning, I can't help but ask myself, how the hell didn't I see it, right? It was right there in front of my face. We are now getting some breaking news here out of Washington. We're learning that this does appear to be a major situation with national security implications. I'm being told that the president is moments away from addressing the nation from the White House. Funny thing about silence, though, if you sit with it long enough, you might hear something that was there all along it kind of turns into like how the town deals with it and how incestuous they are 
it's it's a really good show. Like incestuous and like how they deal with the inner workings of the politics or yeah, incestuous like the- and they're like, fuck it, we don't have power. Let's do it like bonobos. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's an apocalyptic thriller with a conspiratorial bent. The society is just one crisis away from falling apart. Oh, yeah, I bet. Which is kind of true, but it's like, you know... Go to Puerto Rico. When you're from New Hampshire and you hear these people talk, it's quite entertaining because, honestly, they don't sound like New Hampshire people. They sound more like people from Rhode Island to me, but whatever. <laughs> just car dealerships for miles. This is a nice box. You must have carried a big life policy. She could use some cheering up at a time like this, and people get a lot of pleasure from a new car. You can't do this. You can't sell a widow a car at her husband's funeral. May I help you back to your car? Thank you. Your husband must have been a fine man, a man who took care of you all of his life. Ralph denied me nothing. He was a good provider. Now that he's gone, I'm sure that he wouldn't want you to deny yourself in his absence. Joy O'Brien, Turginotto. You're not trying to sell me a car. At my husband's funeral? Before he's even in the ground? Are you? Yes. You know, it's a highly produced podcast. Obviously, it's got an Oscar winner as their main character. But it's it's a good podcast. I, I did enjoy it, even though it's got some mixed reviews. Problematic, yeah. So... It's a good audio drama. I think it's coming back for a second season also. And then I don't know if you guys have heard Minor Adventures with Topher Grace, the dude from That 70s Show. He has a podcast now. Oh, nice. And it's kind of it's kind of funny because he, you know, it's, it's like an interview show with celebrities and whatnot, but they do these really weird things. Like they brought on a voice actor and they taught them how to be voice actors and they you know him and his friend Wilmer from that 70s show the two of them were like totally nerding out so it's kind of cool because they're doing something fun together and you just feel like you're you know hanging out and in, in on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I have a fondness for Topher Grace because by himself he did a like a supercut of Star Wars oh really like a mega trailer and it's it's like it's like six minutes or something let's see if I can find it I'm googling right now oh that's cool also He's from, well, he's not from, he's from Connecticut, but he went to school in New Hampshire. So, again, <laughs> hometown. Nice. And he was actually, I, I just watched recently, I watched the Black Klansman. Oh, I want to see that. And uh, he, he. Yeah, he's the the Grand Wizard or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, Grand Wizard. Yeah, what the fuck they call themselves. You know what was funny about that is the advertisement for the movie was all over France everywhere mm-hmm. we it's like the equivalent of like stir crazy being advertised everywhere it was just like well, there hey, you know what else did you guys see the video of a live sports broadcast and like like a French bar and they all started shouting fuck Trump <laughs> I did actually that's <laughs> no, kind of, we're like that. yay we are here in a sports bar in Lyon France here, listen to it we are in a sports bar we were gonna be outside I'm gonna go in the fucking white house but I agree but yeah I right so yeah he's got a podcast and I actually was listening to a podcast that he was on mm. Michael Rosenbaum the guy whose podcast is called Inside of You, he he was interviewing 
Topher Grace. That's another good podcast is uh, Inside of You. He did one with uh, Elvira. And <laughs> <laughs> that would be very, it would be interesting. Nice. It was, it was cool. Yeah. Here's a superhero with the biggest pair of all. You looking for me? There she was, just walking down the street singing. This Elvira is a slimy, slithering succubus, a concubine, a streetwalker, a trap. Yes, she's got it all. She's everything you've ever wanted in a movie. A woman and a casserole. You'll see lots of weird romance. Loads of drooling madness. Ew, hope you change the sheets. Hey, Elvira, we got us a couple more volunteers. Great, just grab a tool and start banging. A whole gang of awesome monsters. I'm bad, you know it. There's nothing wrong with G-rated movies as long as there's lots of sex and violence. See Elvira. As Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. But if they ever ask about me, tell them I was more than just a great set of... It's the greatest double feature of all time. Oh, also, I stumbled upon there's a Richard Simmons podcast. Celebrate good times, come on! Apparently, because just in case there's one person out there, this is this one's for you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Get out your nylons, crank on that air conditioner, get your sweatpants on, because because we're sweating to the (laughs) eighties. The podcast is called Missing. Richard Simmons. And I was like, nobody's missing Richard Simmons. Like, what's going on? Has he been kidnapped? But apparently, because I in 2014, Richard Simmons disappeared. And I thought to myself, well, that's interesting. And then I also thought to myself, well, obviously nobody cared. <laughs> it's 2020. And I'm just now <laughs> learning six bit, years took, later. It took people a while to figure it out. <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> So, but apparently he had like an injury and he just kind of like bowed out and I was like, oh, okay. Well, but yeah. Anyways. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Shout out. Yeah. We got bills to pay. He says. <laughs> um, yep. So what's this podcast about? I guess just the, it says. How to maintain a luscious perm. No, no, no! It's about him missing. It says, <laughs> it says on on, on February fifteenth, twenty fourteen, fitness guru Richard Simmons disappeared. He stopped teaching his regular exercise class at Slimmons. 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 Uh-huh. Cut off his closest friends and removed himself <laughs> from the public eye after decades as one of the most accessible celebrities in the world. Nobody had heard of him, and no one knew why he left. So they just dive deeper into that. I don't know. It sounds like a snooze to me, but. <laughs> but somehow we're talking about it. I mean, I'm not sure how many. Well, I found this boring thing we could talk about. I'm not sure how many uh, 70 year olds are listening to podcasts out there, but <laughs> they are. This one's for you. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure how many 70 year olds are listening to us, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I remember him being on TV. And... All those bad outfits. I don't really remember oh, yeah. any of his exercise routines. Very excited about everything. <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> he was 
he's always so sweet. I just, I just, oh, how yeah. did that guy become famous? He just, he was never even. He, he was like the Bob Ross of fitness. <laughs> <laughs> he was. They were like, you, you have a fro. This could work. Come with us. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a fro and you have a positive attitude. Bro. We could use you. God, Get in there. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. But obviously. <laughs> like in hindsight, it's, that's like, oh, well, we could do the Bob Ross, but with fitness. <laughs> they were like, all right, we got Mr. Rogers, we got Bob Ross, and this guy over here. <laughs> oh, shit. It could either save the world or make us all incredibly sarcastic. <laughs> So, yeah, anything else exciting going on out there besides Richard Simmons is is alive and well, people. He's alive and well. That's good. I honestly kind of forgot about him for a while. Not going to well, Richard. Lie. Oh, wow. Nothing, nothing is the guy. Just kind of, he just kind of dropped out of my consciousness for a huge stint there. Tyler's so young. I can't, I can't even believe that like he himself has been eye-raped by Richard Simmons. <laughs> His birth name is Milton. Oh, fuck it all. <laughs> Milton had no chance. Milton. Yep. Just oh my god. Shot in the foot from the get go. Like <laughs> these outfits are amazing. We can't. We can't air this. We can't air this about about him. There'll be like a backlash if like old people with pitchforks. Any, and... any sort of press is good press. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to riot on us. <laughs> he is a cultural icon, you monsters. <laughs> hey man, he he owned it. I can just hear it now. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck me. Richard Simmons. That's awesome. Cuz cuz the alternative is we talk about politics and like shit like that and like that's just just awful. Yeah, no, we're good there. That picture. <laughs> he really is the fitness Bob Ross. <laughs> did you did you see that picture, Tony? I, 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 I can't unsee it. No. I can't unsee it. <laughs> I mean, he looks good there. Yeah, that's he's rocking it. <laughs> there's some leaks under there. I can I can tell on the left side there's some leaks, so I appreciate that because I, I love leaks. It's like a Salvador Dali party. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Dolly would have a field day. Right. Anyways, on to better things. On to better things. Uh John Stewart went to Congress to get 9-11 first responders more access to funds for their health care. I don't know if you guys got to see that at all. You know, it's it's a you know humane thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, they did go there, lose most of their fellow friends, family, basically coworkers, saved as many people as they could, destroyed their lungs, got all these horrible diseases, and, and then we left them out to drive with their health care. Sounds American. <laughs> yeah. Because the GOP isn't interested in protecting Americans or taking care of them. Uh, as I sit here today, I can't help but think what an incredible metaphor this room is for the entire process that getting health care and benefits for 9-11 first responders has come to. Behind me, a filled room of 9-11 first responders 
and in front of me, a nearly empty Congress. Sick and dying, they brought themselves down here to speak to no one. It's shameful. It's an embarrassment to the country, and it is a stain on this institution. And you should be ashamed of yourselves, for those that aren't here, but you won't be. Because accountability doesn't appear to be something that occurs in this chamber. What's interesting about that is, like, there's a whole generation of people out there who don't even know that happened. Yeah, we're hitting moments where people are lackadaisical at the idea that that happened here right on United States shores, and that's pretty insane. Yeah. John Stewart started this fight in 2015. I saw the video of him when he was speaking four, four years later, and he looks like he's aged quite a bit. Poor fucking prick. Yeah. But thank God for him, because... When I was younger, I really just kind of had given up on on the whole political system. And watching his show reminded me that, you know, if McCain did become president, which didn't really bother me one way or another, that if he died during his presidency, that the Kardashian hillbillies from Alaska would then be... I can see Russia from here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Running running the country. And like that, to me, was like the worst possible thing ever. And and I was like, oh, my God. And then it got worse. (laughs) (laughs) And The narrator chimes in at this moment and says, (laughs) then things got worse. (laughs) Right? I feel like this is a behind-the-music kind of episode. (laughs) Because they all have the same tone. In a world where Jon Stewart is our only hope. Oh my god, that was amazing. (laughs) Here is an example of people who no longer know about 9-11. What religion did the 9-11 terrorists belong to? Was it Hindu, Islam, or atheist? Hindu. Hindu? <laughs> uh, they were um, they were stupid. That's that's what religion they were. They were stupid. They were like some stupid Muslims or uh, whoever they were. How many people died in the 9/11 attacks? Was it 3,000, 30,000, or three million? Uh, 30,000. 30,000. I don't want to be wrong. It was a lot. Millions. Millions. Yeah, I guess. So we put three million. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It, well, at least for me, like, cause I was like a senior in high school when that happened and it was oh, one of those like i had an alarm clock that was like a radio clock so it, it would like tune into uh the hippo oh yep like and i remember waking up that more because usually it'd be music i'd wake up to like you know classic rock and then like i remember waking up and it was the sound of the normal dj like you hear people kind of ruffling around in the background and he's like trying to report on it because they just stopped music and they were just reporting on it and it was kind of one of those like what the fuck moments and then we went to school and they literally like rolled the the av department cart <laughs> Yeah, but they had all those set up in every class, and everyone was just, we just sat there and watched the news. We Class didn't happen that day. That's crazy. Just kind of like, what the fuck? What the <laughs> and fuck like, just I, I think school even ended early that day. I think we left at like noon or something like that. We only went there for like a few hours, and they're like, yeah, just go home. <laughs> what year were you? Uh, I graduated in 2002. That's crazy. I was working, and the same thing, because like, we'd have the you know radio on in the morning. The produce department would be blasting the radio in the morning, and then... Like some guy came on and was all, you know, said essentially what happened. And I was like, that's not funny because it was one of those morning shows that are like sarcastic and funny. And I'm like, that's that's not even funny to joke. Somebody was like, what the fuck? And 
across from me was a conference room that had a TV in there and I went and I turned it on and I was like, guys, this is fucking real. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, it, it was it was surreal. Like, at least for me, that's what it was. Because like, I, I woke up to that dad on the radio, then seeing the images of like, you know, we were watching it in live when the second plane hit. Because like, at first it was like, oh, maybe it was just an accident kind of thing. And then the second plane yeah. hit, it was like, oh, no, this is no. <laughs> yeah, and then those first responders, they got there quick. Oh, yeah. Do you remember how quick they got there, Tanya? Uh, it was... I seconds. I mean, I, minutes. I don't. I don't remember how. I mean, I would have to go back to the article. I was actually really in depthly listening to you guys. Hold on. Well, it's one of those. Things, I remember seeing footage of it. You see people running towards it as opposed to running away. You see, you see a bunch of people running away, but then you see, you see like you know healthcare professionals and like going you know, in, first responders yeah. like running straight at it because that's where they're gonna be. Yeah, it was crazy. I just that was some weird fucking shit. That's for sure. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say it just it 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 sucks that that whole John Stewart thing. It's like it really resonates like how morally bankrupt people are at this point. Yeah, the people that really sacrifice so much, we can't even give a shit about to take care of. It's like the fuck's going on here. I know they gave everything. The yeah. the thing that I I found really prolific during nine eleven because some similar to Tyler, I watched the the second the second tower get hit live. The thing that stood out for me the most was George W. Bush went on live TV and was like, keep, keep like everything is normal. Keep going out and doing your thing. Keep, keep going shopping. Keep da 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 And in the back of my mind, I was like, keep spending money. Yeah. Keep, keep <laughs> we got to keep this economic train rolling, guys. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? When everybody else was so focused on like this book supposedly being upside down while he was reading to a, a class of grade schoolers Th- that that was like a sideshow when you when you think about him being on live television and saying that 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 was that's what that's when i knew we were up shit creek without a paddle i was like what the fuck yeah and then everybody was nice to each other for like a week and then yep. that dissipated. and then they were like and we're done <laughs> <laughs> this whole nice thing isn't working out for me, guys. I'm gonna go back to my old ways of uh, being an asshole. <laughs> I gave it a fair shake, but it's not for me. Sorry, <laughs> and that's America. <laughs> America, America, America. Fuck yeah! Again to save the motherfucking day. Yeah, America. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Rolling off the backs of America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I saw this article and I thought about you, Tyler. It says Trump said that he's well, I first saw the article and it said that there Trump was putting all these sanctions on the Huawei phones. Yeah. But now he's the easing Huawei. them. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? I Huawei? don't. I've never forgured how to say it properly. <laughs> H-U-A-W-E-I? Huawei? Yeah. I always just say Huawei. Like, yeah, I, but I'm pretty sure that's not right. I've never looked it up, <laughs> even though I have their phone. <laughs> <laughs> right? But Trump was saying that they were evaluating business practices to ensure customers receive the best experience possible and that they meet all these regulatory requirements. Because my understanding is this phone is an alternative to like Google, Microsoft, and Apple. Yeah. It's a Chinese-based phone yeah, basically, it it runs on the Android operating system, and it is like yeah, the alternative to Samsung and what have you of that variety. So it's like it's a cheaper, better, in my my personal opinion, Android phone. Mm-hmm. 
I know a lot of the concerns rise because it's China, China. and I know Trump's got a big hard on for getting rid of China because they are a huge economic power. That mushroom and... gets hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a stump can stiffen. So, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, like they've been going after him for a while, and they said they were originally. I think he was going to say like they were in discontinue service of Hawaii phones and America entirely. And then now they're pulling that back because they realize probably how many that people have them, <laughs> how many people have them, and how big a big of an influence they are. Yeah, I think it's a mineral issue because China has a lot of tungsten, and we use a lot of tungsten. Well, or we did tungsten until for? we convert. We did until we converted over our light bulbs, which is interesting because a good portion of them have way more mercury in them and are more hazardous to the environment. But we got rid of all of our previous light bulbs. But we did I that. Eat light bulbs like candy. Yeah, but that was done because, <laughs> like most, like most things, it's over what you need, and we don't want to go through our tungsten, so we'll blow through somebody else's first, and that's China. Yeah, that's what's makes, going on. makes sense. Well, it, it's it's one of those like how reliant our economy is. Like seriously, upon China. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I mean that's true. But like on the other hand, they'll just open up manufacturing plants back up here. But what the what the problem is going to be, where you're going to run into an issue, is is that the cost of everything is going to go up because mm -hmm. where we weren't really paying for labor laws and good practices and things like that over there, where it costs fucking money, it's so much money that like American businessmen are like, oh my god, holy shit, I can have this shit made over there and have it shipped back and. It's fucking cheaper. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's capitalism, baby. All I'm saying is there are problems raised by capitalism. What problems? Well, your old man's the boss of an enormous pharmaceutical company, right? And his company's got to make profit to keep the shareholders happy. But that's not necessarily in the public's best interest. If the public's not interested, they don't have to buy. Okay, let's imagine that there's a drug that can uh, cure a certain kind of blindness. And even though it costs Tony's company practically nothing to make this drug, they still put a really high price on it in the name of capitalism. So if you can't afford the drug, you're going to stay blind. If it weren't for the drug companies, they'd stay blind anyway. What's to stop them getting a job and buying the drug? They're blind. So what? That kind of limits their employment opportunities, doesn't it? Well, they can bake cakes or something. You don't need eyes to bake cakes. Okay, but you have to agree it does raise an ethical question. The laws of capitalism are the proprietor of goods can set any price that he or she sees fit and shall not be at the mercy of any moral or ethical issues. Hey, whose quote is that? Mine. <laughs> yeah, so they'll open up plants here like in a fucking heartbeat, but then are people willing to pay what, what that's worth? Are you willing to pay $30 for your bananas? Probably not. Nah, no. I don't like bananas anyways. Probably not 30. Bananarama. <laughs> oh, so I looked up, it's a Huawei is the actual pronunciation Ho of like it. Like white people. White people. <laughs> white people. I love it. <laughs> we make white phones. <laughs> Huawei, okay. Yeah. But I, know, uh, I, know I thought that... it was because they were figuring that the Chinese were using them to spy on us. Well, yeah, that's, I was that's thinking, the thing. Who's it's... buying these phones? Probably really boring people. No offense, Tyler. But... Yeah, no, it's, it's it's funny because they're like, these phones are going to spy on American citizens. Like, well, that's what you do already with the phones that we make in this country. So basically you're saying like, you, you can't get these phones because they're going to spy on you because... We have to spy on you, so buy American. Oh, damn it. 
It's like okay, so I'd rather I'd rather have my phone be a, to a foreign entity, which isn't going to directly impact me, as opposed to my own <laughs> government trying to fucking kill or murder me. <laughs> it's all garbage. <laughs> Wasn't there like a famous pop band that was caught up in some sort of weird, some sort of pornography thing where like I guess hotels and different like people with their phones what? and stuff were like trading like live porn. What? Uh and like. <laughs> It sounds like my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It was a. It was an Asian country. It's like an epidemic of women being like recorded. Asian pop star porn ring. Is this what I'm? I mean, well, yeah. This well, that's how they kind of. It kind of ended up going to shit was because this like pop ring was like really addicted to it because it was like, you know, oh K-pop. Yeah. Which is South yeah. Korean. Oh, yeah. K-pop. <laughs> K-pop stars named in growing South Korean sex scandal. Yeah. K-pop, which, if you don't know, is Korean pop. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's popular even here in America because I, I see it pop up a lot on Reddit. Like, it's always funny. So I, I don't I don't follow K-pop, but it's always like scrolling. It's all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's a shit ton of K-pop shit. <laughs> I don't know what any of this is. <laughs> the only reason I know even what K-pop is, is because of the So Many White Guys podcast. Phoebe. <laughs> I was hoping you were with... going to say Asian porn. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm a connoisseur of Asian porn, and so I've learned a certain set of skills. <laughs> I'm going to have to send them a message and be like, what the fuck, guys? You introduced me to K-pop, but you didn't tell me like the big juicy secret. <laughs> But I guess the guy that she talked to, his name is Eric Nam, and he is from the States, and he won, like, an American Idol show sort of thing in in Korea, and mm. he became, like, a giant K-pop star, and, like, at the time, he didn't even speak Korean. <laughs> what? He's like, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it was a really interesting podcast on so many white guys, but... <laughs> I can't remember where was he from. Oh, he was from Atlanta. And so he was like going to school to be a lawyer or something. And he, he just like auditioned for this show and he got it. And then he won. And now he's like this huge pop star. And it's kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. So see, we represent all folk here <laughs> at Trap Ace Pop. Specifically, if you've embarrassed yourself with Korean porn. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have the censoring laws because I know like J- Japan has a lot of censoring laws with their porn, and I don't think Korea has it though. I think Japan it's did it balls because post to the World wall. War Two, yeah, because that's why like they they put out pornography, but it's all censored. Like genitalia has to be censored. Ah, uh, wieners for not everyone. It's funny though because like you can show that your asshole, but that's not censored at all. <laughs> and boobs aren't censored, but if you show like a vagina or a penis, you got to censor that shit. Blur <laughs> it, like, blur it. Yeah, it's like okay. <laughs> Funny. This is weird, but you know it's 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 remnants of uh, World War II and puritanical laws instituted upon them. <laughs> right. The whole. I know there of- there does seems to be some interesting cultural differences between like Korea and Japan, yeah, China versus America, where basically anything goes because well, they all hate each other. That's that's the long and short of it. <laughs> most most of them hate each other, right? Because your president can grab them by the pussy, then uh, it's all fair game over here. It's tribalism. Yeah, it's nationalism. Yeah, they have a long sordid history of like each one invading each other, or attacking the other, and Japan what like invaded China and took a bunch of slaves, and then China did the same thing back, and 
did the same thing to Korea, and it's just it's it's been a whole. They're all tag. You're it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, just a shit show of uh, people fucking each other up. Right. Come on, people. Let's be better. People, stop being shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> New in the news, Jeffrey Epstein has been called... Speaking of shitty people. Are you guys familiar with who Jeffrey Epstein is? The name rings a bell, but I don't know anything about him. He's a real estate mogul who used to oh, rub okay. elbows with uh, other high-powered people. Oh, that's that fucker. Now I see him. Yep. Ex- <laughs> like, literally. Like, Why is he familiar? It's like, oh, that guy. What was he rubbing? And more than elbows. <laughs> Allegedly. I like how the one I, because I, uh, there's been a few of them I've seen. I've looked at a couple of articles, but the one I pulled in particular is uh, New York Vulture. What the fuck is even going with that guy's face? (laughs) (laughs) 66-year-old and battled billionaire financer has been accused for years of molesting girls. Has been arrested for alleged sex trafficking. He had been previously um, house arrest was my understanding with him and they've been able to keep the specifics of his case going forward because of the high profile people that he has been with so while we all know that donald trump has quite a few accusers of oh he's a swell guy <laughs> and totally doesn't want to fuck his daughter well, the, most of his <laughs> accusers that i'm aware of have been of, of legal age whereas this guy is a registered sex offender of as being a pedophile because of the people that he's known, they've been able to like suppress a lot of the things going on with this case. In one of the pilot records, uh, Bill Clinton was on his flights. And one of the accusers of these assaults with, I believe, Donald Trump was on the flight and, and Jeffrey Epstein. So uh, you're telling us the company that they keep. The rich have, are, are in the bed of the poor, right? <laughs> <laughs> Say, you're telling me the, the rich white elite are shitty people? White guys. I, 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 I can't believe it. This is world changing for me. <laughs> the thing that actually, so, so I agree with you, as pessimistic as we all are, and we kind of are, right? But the, here's kind of the cool thing. Is the cool thing is, is that it's being brought back to the surface again because he's not only going to get nailed for these things, they're going to push through regardless of whose fucking elbows he's been rubbing because of the sex trafficking, the trafficking of women. Yeah, the trafficking part is where it becomes sticky. <laughs> it's okay if you just molest people, but when you traffic them, that's, that's, that's where we terrible. draw the fucking line. <laughs> Yeah, you could be a molester, but the moment you start trafficking, no. We gotta shut that shit down. Beep beep back it up. Yeah. That's America. <laughs> but this is gonna open up Pandora's box and this is about to get real weird. No. Time to get wild. I, I really hope it does because I'm I'm tired of just it just being a continued shit show. Yeah, and it's nothing, no, nothing happening. Well, I, you know, <laughs> we think that nothing's happening because we don't see something happening right before our eyes, like a fucking like David Copperfield act, right? Ladies and gentlemen, a magician named God. But, you know, these people have been at this for a very, very, very long time, and they've been investigating what's been going on since prior to anybody becoming, becoming the new president after Obama. So, you know, unfortunately, this is how democracy works. The problem is, is that we already won the Civil War. And this guy 
is obviously not well read because even in the Declaration of Independence, it said indivisible. And this guy's trying to divide everything up. He's just fucking smashing everything up. Yeah. Well, let me just say this. On the upside, the women's soccer team won the FIFA championship. And to defy Trump, they will not be going to the White yeah. House. So I love how people get like, you guys. like uppity about it. It's like, no, they don't have to go. I personally <laughs> like, would go because I would love the idea that I would be able to eat like a fucking cheeseburger at the White House and be like, what? I can have as many cheeseburgers as I want? I'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. We brought fine dining. We've got Big Macs. <laughs> you mean I can go to the, oh my God, I can go to the White House and eat an impossible burger that was made fresh from Burger King? Where they have a fucking kitchen staff on call at all times. I like, would just have like a tower of burgers. I'll like have my hands gape down to my knees and just have burgers mile high. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's just like a lineup of Uber Eats cars outside the White House. <laughs> they, that's how you know when an event's going on. <laughs> you know, that goes back, whatever, a couple months ago. But it was, it's one of those, like, you know, don't you realize that fast food is only good the the couple minutes after you got it? <laughs> it's after, fast. You, you got to eat have it fast. fast food that no, is, like, You're ruining it for me. I like, I like the, like, hour, like, the two hour long we've been, the burgers have been, like, sitting on each other and resting. Oh, no, it's just a congealed mess. No, no, no. No, I love it. Like, the, no, this is, like, the paper is, like, all soggy and shit. Like, it was actually in a dumpster, but they were like, oh, shit, no, that's for the White House of it. <laughs> No, that's that's the whole point of fast food is you just you shovel that shit in within like 20 minutes and you're like, this is amazing. It tastes great. But if you let it get any, any point past that, it's like, oh, my God, this is like just congealed fat and awfulness and tears. There's like. three stages of fast food. It's fastly cooked. It's fastly consumed. And it fastly comes out your ass. <laughs> For my ass, anyway. It's like Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco. It's amazing. Actually, like Taco Bell got ranked as like the healthiest of the fast food chains. Mm, hell yeah. <laughs> when we go, uh, we need something to eat. We'll get like a bean burrito or like a taco. It's the pintos and cheese. That's that's my go-to See? there. Like the bean burrito or their pintos and cheese. Man, that critical thinking is something. <laughs> I do go to Taco Bell and when I tell people I went to Taco Bell they're like ew and I'm like look I don't eat the meat <laughs> because I don't know what it is in that taco however well, I think their their beef is a lot of vegetable protein like it's not real beef <laughs> it's it's weird I've actually been going to this place called veggie grill at work and they have good fake beef but oh, nice. yeah that's interesting Taco Bell I mean, they got veggies and shit. You can't go wrong with fucking beans, dude. Yeah. Beans and rice. I'm set. I'm good to go. Oh, yeah. That's all you need right there. That's all I need. Speaking of fast food, food of hell, right before the podcast, Tyler sent a message and he was like, how you guys doing? Oh, we're doing good. We're just watching Aubrey Plaza eat some chicken wings. <laughs> and your response was, well, that's not the response I thought I was going to get. <laughs> but I approve. You watched this ridiculous show called Hot Ones? Yeah, I've, I've seen it a few times like here and there with like various people on it. And I haven't seen the one with Aubrey Plaza yet. Who have you seen? Because I actually did go down a rabbit hole and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, I saw Charlize Theron. I saw the Terry Crews one. I, I think one. I saw the Guy Fieri and um, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, funny. I can't remember who else I've seen. I've, I've seen a few of them here and there. 
I didn't but even I know, know it posited. existed. What's it called? Uh, Hot Ones? Hot Ones. Hot it's Ones. It's amazing. Yeah, the, the YouTube channel is First We Feast. First We Feast. Okay. It is amazing because it really puts these actors in a position where they have to really be on their A game. And it was really cool. It's really cool watching them go through this from an emotional standpoint. Because I couldn't even just, eat the first I, chicken oh, wing. I know. I would be out of there. Think, There's no way. Just the smell of it. Just Yeah. <laughs> Gonna nope the fuck out of this shit. And there is nothing appealing to me about dry heave south or north. I just like, that's not an experience I want. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, like with it being Aubrey Plaza, like I think she's just herself when she's playing most of her characters. Yeah. <laughs> that's her MO. <laughs> that's just her. Anytime you see her, that's just her. She was like, <laughs> I'm just fucking a queen's girl. That's actually, well, she, that's what yeah. she became. But it's like, I fucking, I fucking hate people. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of just here because it's my job. But all right. <laughs> but all right. That's a, that was a funny, funny show. I will put the links below so you can watch it. But yeah, I wouldn't even make it through the first hot wing so they have to eat 10 and they're all different levels of hot does the is the first one even hot it's or is wild. it just like so, so they mild. do have a what do you call that a scale the a pussy challenge um, is it <laughs> oh the scoville scale yeah scoville <laughs> my mine was going kinsian and i was like no that's that's, <laughs> that's a stop that stop the thinking kinsian about sex scale. <laughs> science yeah, I think it was science. Uh, jumping back to people being terrible and attacking each other Yay! from our uh, China, Japan, whole Asia conversation. Um, apparently, the mapping of DNA has found that settlers who colonized Iceland over a thousand years ago have a mixture of Scandinavian and Irish and like Celtic, Gaelic, whatever, what have you. That whole that whole region. So apparently, the Vikings would stop off in you know northern Britain and take some slaves with them and they would bring a bunch of Irish women. Pick up a few wenches. Yeah, they'd bring a bunch of like Irish and Scottish women with them on their way to Iceland. And so the Iceland population is a mixture of Scandinavian and Northern They're Britain. a mixture of rape babies? <laughs> is that what I just understood? Come here, man. Show me your fist. Basically, yeah. Because they, they'd take them as slaves and like... Because that's, that's the whole thing that the Norse did. They would just go and raid places, kill people, take their loot, and enslave the ones that lived. Rape, so. pillage, and keep for later. <laughs> so just a reminder, Jeffrey Epstein is going to be... <laughs> it's just a problem when it becomes trafficking, okay? Trafficking. Yep. Which sucks, because that's, that's my ancestry. Yeah, right? <laughs> what, what about your people? What did your people do, Tyler? Jeez. <laughs> As much as I like, like, Norse mythology is really cool, but the actual, like, Norse people weren't that great. They were kind of a shit show. Oh, that's crazy. It's kind of interesting because, well, I actually wasn't going to talk about this, but because you brought up the DNA thing, there were, I was listening to The Daily. They were talking about how the first case to be tried in court based off of DNA evidence was going to court like this month, July. Mm. And it was it was interesting because the was it the Golden State yeah. Killer they found oh, yeah, because yeah. of the DNA database system. Yeah. So the interesting part about this was they were trying this person uh it was for a sex crime. This woman was found raped and murdered in the 70s or 80s, I can't remember. And her boyfriend was found murdered like 90 miles apart from them. 
they found awful. God, that's terrible. Her DNA through, you know, people do the twenty three and Me or whatever it is, whatever <laughs> gene. Gene, what about rabies? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, so people, there was this other company called. Oh, fuck, I should look it up if I'm talking about it. Okay, it's called the. It's a two part. The cool thing about the daily is it's like twenty minute episodes. They feature a story and like hot topics of what's going on. So this actually was a two part series. So they use this genealogy site and Oh, this is about the people that find each other through adoption agencies. And so Well basically so anyways, I'll I'll explain it the links below, so go listen to it and fucking figure it out yourself. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> do your homework, goddammit. <laughs> get all the details. So here's the information you need. <laughs> this came out a Sit while down, ago. Shut up. <laughs> it's, don't this just take our word podcast. for it. I don't even like Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> well, speak for yourself. <laughs> this was, no, I mean, I, I mean, more power to you. <laughs> so this episode was from June sixth. The stories that they cite on here are really cool, and I do recommend listening to it because it's crazy as shit. So basically. People were going through these DNA sites or these DNA companies, getting their DNA results, and then they were uploading them to these mass sites like Ancestry.com. There's a couple other places that people were doing it as well. And this one guy in particular, which I find humorous that it's not listed in here, they were searching back. He is dipped out. <laughs> so essentially what how this started was the DNA was being used to track down adopted kids they wanted to find their birth parents so this was a good way for them to go and do it and all these people are volunteering their dna information so it's you know public domain so they were going in and they were finding all this information out well now they can use it as essentially a detective tool to go and pull possible dna matches for crimes and what was interesting about the story i was speaking of earlier they found a woman raped and murdered and they found, you know, obviously because she was raped, they found this guy's DNA. They took the DNA and they went through this database and they found this information and they were, it's kind of interesting. So they call it a family tree. So basically they're following these branches of DNA until two overlap. And then the two that overlap become, you know, a hot spot. So then they follow that person's tree. So then they branch from there, yeah. So they follow that person out. And then if they can find, you know, matches, that's essentially their lead. So this is what happened. And this is how they found the Golden State Killer was through, you know, a database like this. This ladder climb. Mm. But the interesting thing about the other one where the couple, she was raped and murdered and he was murdered 90 miles away. This is not, it's not as cut and dry as the, the Golden State Killer because this is a speculation they don't have proof where's the golden the, the problem the problem with this case is the the perpetrator of this crime from a dna standpoint is clearly linked to the female but not linked to the male right so he's just a suspect because they don't have any dna evidence but they're going to try to charge him on both for like circumstantial evidence so that's what's crazy about this case but here's the thing people are lining up in droves going he's just a nice guy we we don't understand. Like he just like had a moment one day where he was like, "This is what I'm gonna do." Allegedly, and 
nobody's seen me do it. So ta-ta. Yeah. But it's interesting. So people are like very upset about it because... Well, they're upset about it because when they initially signed up for it, whatever policy that they agreed to left them open for this to happen. And so what's happened now is that they've this, basically, the company is still in place, from my understanding, but they dropped all the members, and then you had to re-enlist into this thing and sign it and, and agree to the new new conditions. And the new conditions say that if you got some rapey people in your family, we would like them incarcerated. <laughs> well, no, the new conditions say that you're you're willing to share your genealogy with police departments with criminal investigation, exposing the rapey people in your family. And a lot of people are kind of like. Nah! about that because i don't know if well I, yeah i mean yeah because then that gets all weird thanks to the rapey people yeah but i mean for me honestly if there's someone in my family who's raped and murdered someone i don't want to not well, that's how these things all start it, sa- it yeah. says well i don't have anything to to lose so i'll you know whatever sign me up but the thing that i thought was interesting that was equated in the article was just in conversation with julie was that you know th- that same trepidation was put in place when they started fingerprinting people yeah right? they're so, they're likening it oh, yeah. to the technology of fingerprinting they're like oh my god we can't fingerprint that's an invasion of privacy well we it can't do is that. but at the same time <laughs> that that's kind of interesting i mean there's nothing more evasive than that and then when you just go down they, they already have your blood work on file you know i mean give me a fucking break people jesus Christ. it's gattaca yeah. right i mean in the not too distant future our dna will determine everything about us yeah well it's, it's one of those people who just aren't comfortable with that information being out there but like this day and age you have to realize anytime you go on the internet you're putting all your information out there exactly nothing's really private anymore you know not necessarily like your blood your blood work and whatnot but like all your other information is being just shoveled out there anytime you start interacting with the online world so yeah and people don't, people don't like that the funny thing about like the what is it 23 and me whatever that whatever that site is mm-hmm like I've seen a bunch of Reddit stories of people like buying it for uh, Christmas presents for parents <laughs> or family members, and then it ends up being that like that what they thought was their sister is actually their mother, oh, or nice. that, like they're actually not. All of a sudden, Mari Povich shows yeah, up. Yeah, like it, their parent cheated on somebody, and like you know, the, their their father is not their father. Fucking kind of thing. Donahue, Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Oh, how funny. <laughs> yeah. Oprah's like, fuck it, I haven't been in the ring in a while, I'll get in here. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I always see these little anecdotal stories of people talking about that, and it's just like, oh, that's awkward. (laughs) Well, and the moral of this story is, just be honest, folks. (laughs) Or you're going to be on Ricky Lake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was like such a to-do when they would do the DNA test, Maury Povich or whatever, it was like... (gasps) That ain't my baby. Oh my god! But now it's like eh, you dun, can just dun, dun. you can DNA test your dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of the chicks who they were like, I just swerve any direction I want. I like the chocolate swirl, and then they double dip like within the same week of ovulation, and they have the twins. <laughs> one baby's black and one baby's white. That's like real shit. <laughs> I'm glad we I'm looped this back to the <laughs> to the nineties and the uh the Bundies oh essentially. The nineties daytime talk television. <laughs> Hold on, that's a real thing. 
when <laughs> like two different daddies <laughs> DNA and Oh no, I mean it. that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> my baby's got two daddies. That's my daddy baby one, my daddy baby two. <laughs> I mean, it's like the deplorable of like entertainment, but it's a real thing. Here we go. Can you? Uh, do... This is a thing. So, it's only logical that when a woman has sex with more than one man, when she's fertile, heteropaternal superfunkadection mm, <laughs> can occur. Funky. That is, each egg can be fertilized by a different father. Mother Earth is pregnant for the third time, for y'all have knocked her up. I have tasted the maggots in the mind of the universe. I was not offended, for I knew I had to rise above it all or drown in my own shit. Ooh, I tell you what's fucky, what's getting double dipped in there. Oh. <laughs> Dip, dip, potato chips. Sour cream and onion. Corruption, stunting at the function. Your girl pussy smell like sour cream and onion. Pay attention, you gonna learn some. Throw that weed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, one one kid's named sour cream, another one's name's onion. <laughs> didn't. One in 400 sets of fraternal twins are bipaternal, meaning they have two different fathers. <laughs> one in 400. <laughs> My understanding was like, it, like once once you became pregnant, like that that was that. Like your body shut down any possibility of like making another baby I, kind of thing. I, I guess not. <laughs> well, if you're hyper fertile, <laughs> fertile myrtle, that's crazy. All right, well, huh. another that's, reason why not to have children. <laughs> I I learned something today. Abstinence is the safest form of sex, kids. <laughs> yep. No sex, no babies. Man, that there's something to be said. For that. <laughs> I I mean, w- we've. Uh, kind of gone down a, a horrible rabbit hole I learned that there are no native bees in the United States <laughs> oh yeah yep they're all European yeah I didn't know that Oh, and that reminds me, I have, a, I have a bee guide for you that's more comedic than informative, but it's still... So, you know, what does that mean exactly? Why don't we have our own bees? What, what happened to our bees? We killed them all. I mean, are we just assuming that or... Yeah, it, it was more that there was no, like, there were, there were pollinators, but they weren't like the honeybees that we're used to. There were certain, there's there's many different versions of bees, but like there's the bees that we know that are like the honeybees. And uh, here's a link to that little picture I was talking about. But yeah, there's there's a bunch of different insects that go around and pollinate but like the honeybee that we are like used to like you think is a traditional bee that makes honey and it's just super chill and kind of a fuzzy little cutie buddy those are from europe yeah this this says that most people don't realize that there were no honeybees in america until the white settlers brought the hives here from europe Mm -hmm. so we never had honeybees basically yeah yeah they're not indigenous to to this climate so they never made it out of pangea Going back 150 million years, the continents are joined in three large pieces. South America and Africa are on one landmass. India, Australia, and Antarctica form a second. North America, Europe, and Asia make a third. 225 million years ago, the supercontinent Pangaea exists. 
Yep. But I, I love that the description of Bumblebee like also pollinates stuff very well. So fat it shouldn't be able to fly. We'll, we'll <laughs> let you pet it without getting agitated. Actually, a flying panda. <laughs> Actually, a flying panda. A yellow jacket wants your food and will fight you for it. Never let you alone. We'll sting you just for the heck of it. It's just a jerk. <laughs> Yeah, dude, fucking growing up, we, we used to have like yellow jackets nest around our house and like those fuckers just come after you. They're they're fucking assholes. I've never been. I'm 38 years old, almost 39 years old, and I've never once been stung by a bee. I've gotten stung by honeybees like twice and then but yellow jackets, I've definitely gotten like attacked and like stung from. And so like it's kind of crazy. They don't want me. I feel yeah, inadequate. Like honeybee, honeybees are pretty chill. They're, they just want to fucking eat nectar and spit out honey syrup, and then they're good. That's all they want to do. <laughs> this, this guy, how do you, what is that? Cicadia killer? Looks like Satan's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively eats cicadias. Can sting you, but usually won't. Still pretty terrifying. That's crazy. <laughs> Especially when like, you think about the size of a cicadia. That's, oh. Gross! It's like I'm yeah. on a mission. That's <laughs> ooh. Do they like? Is that like a one-on-one thing, or like do they work as a team? I don't yeah, know, I don't man. Know. Gross! I don't want to witness it. I, yeah, I know I that. Know that's right. They're all take that bitch. Take that. Well, no, I just like I just didn't know if they just did it like one-on-one or if it was like a off-numbered thing. But yeah, are we talking about sex trafficking again? It's too real. Too real, Julie. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Sorry. <laughs> what? Uh, what is wrong with you? A lot of things. I mean, we really don't have enough time to explain it on a podcast. I I figured we could end it on a positive note. So this here actually was an interesting story. I was in class and my instructor was telling me about this person that she knew. And they invented this thing called the eye writer, which is it tracks your eye And with custom software, it allows you to draw with your eye. Hmm. So this video... How would that work for my lazy eye? (laughs) No, I mean, you might draw something, but it might not be good looking. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get something, but you don't know what. We should try it. Um, So, but what was interesting was like, so this was kind of created for this one dude specifically because he used to be a graffiti artist and he became paralyzed and so they developed this and gave it to him and they used a projector this was in 2009 so it's it's actually open source for everyone to use this technology and modify it to try and help people be able to do other things with it but he he was drawing like his tags with his eye and they were projecting it up on top of like the sides of buildings it was it was really cool. I thought it was pretty crazy, one, that they gave away this technology for people to, like, do something good with, which doesn't really happen. Open source, baby! <laughs> so I thought it was really interesting. So I'd say check out the video in the links below. That's really cool. Must have been nice to be able to spray paint again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was, like, super stoked. His father was really stoked to just see him be able to do it and experience Create it. Art. And- yeah, he just yeah, was fucking red. Yeah, it's really cool. And the technology is really, I guess it was pretty simple technology that they just kind of assembled all these components and, and made it work. So I thought that was a pretty happy, a little happy fluff story. Nice. Yep. I, like, it's one of those, like, I know graffiti's illegal, but I fucking love graffiti. Hell yeah. That's some good shit. Because <laughs> random art, fuck it. 
Agreed. We went and saw the... At the San Francisco MoMA, we saw the Andy Warhol show that they have going on right now. And also Stephen Powers has some artwork up there. And if you haven't seen the movie Beautiful People, is that what it's called, Tanya? The Beautiful People. The Beautiful People. Right? That's always what I think. No, Beautiful Losers, I think it was. Well, that just ruined that bit. (laughs) And we'll go with it. So, yeah, if you do love graffiti artists, which, I mean, I think we all do, and... Andy Warhol was a fan of them as well. He kept a lot of company of graffiti artists like Keith Haring, Jean-Michel Basquet, or Basquiat. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. But there's a cool movie. Aren't you French? Yeah, not not a good one. <laughs> but there's a, there's a cool movie called Beautiful Losers, and it's considered a graffiti movie, according to the internet. You can watch it online on YouTube, or I think it might be on Netflix. But... I will put the link below. You totally should watch it, though, because, like you said, graffiti art is amazing. However yeah. illegal, still pretty fucking amazing. It's a really good movie. It's very human. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these people are still creating art in some form, so that's what makes it even like more rad is, like, graffiti is a gateway drug to art. <laughs> Gets the ball rolling. A $400 mood ring? What? Rumor Amazon has a wearable device that's supposed to be like a mood ring that'll cost you 400 bucks, but fuck Amazon. Yeah, Amazon's kind of evil. <laughs> it's like supposed to be a mood detector or something. I'm very well aware of my moods. I just don't care. Yeah, right? I'm pissed. <laughs> Look, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, <laughs> in emotion- my face. <laughs> I mean, it's totally crazy that we live in a society where we're like, just totally ignore certain emotions. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we need a wearable device, because we're so enthralled in our own systems. Now we have to have a system. <laughs> I think that system will just say, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Caution, feeling murderous. <laughs> Take five deep breaths. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's coming. <laughs> Get ready. So you ask Alexa what your mood is? <laughs> it says Amazon's reportedly working on a wrist-worn gadget that is able to detect your emotional state. The device would pair with a smartphone and use microphones to perceive your emotions from your voice. The device would eventually be able to offer suggestions on how to better interact with other people, according to internal documents. Here's an idea. Talk to other people. <laughs> yep. Get off it's your like gadget. We're a social species and like requires you know interaction. What if my problem is that I feel taken hostage by our current president who is illegally in our office? Like I like he's. A, I think that comes with a self destruct button. <laughs> oh, I think shit. that's the problem right there. We have a man who's illegally in office who should not be there, and I feel like I'm enslaved. What's going on? I feel like a frog in a pot. What? What's up? <laughs> There's nothing you can do corporate oligarchy that we live in and nothing we do will make a difference because uh corporates run the nation hamsters yep damn it i really tried to end on a positive note guys yeah well i'm bringing it down you cut this shit out i'm fucking gonna rant right now (laughs) (laughs) always Always look on the bright side of life there it is always look on the light side of life Uh, Uh, positive things, positive things.
Oh, I said, I, I'm totally seeing a downer one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's actually a really cool channel. I'd recommend subscribing to it. This episode is about loneliness and like how human psychology works, like dealing without people kind of thing. Oh, okay. We are living in the most connected time in human history. And yet, an unprecedented number of us feel isolated. Loneliness can affect everybody. Money, fame, power, beauty, social skills, a great personality. Nothing can protect you against loneliness because it's part of your biology. Can you pronounce the name of that channel? Oh, uh, Kurzgesagt. Yes. <laughs> I've never figured out how to say it. <laughs> what, what, what? God bless you. Kurzgesagt. Kurzgesagt. K U R Z G E S A G T. I can do that part. I just can't say it. <laughs> but yeah, it's actually a really cool channel. It's one of those I follow that they have little snippets of information about life and science and whatnot. The vaccines cool. one is really good. Irish people would appreciate science more. <laughs> what are the Irish like? I'm a leprechaun. What? What? <laughs> I said, I just, what? What type of? Did you say Irish? Irish? I No, I said, I wish people oh. would believe in science more. <laughs> I'm assuming the Irish. Irish believe in science. <laughs> I mean, they should believe in science. Didn't they learn anything from the potato famine? Oh, the luck of the Irish. <laughs> oh, I, hate, I got no potatoes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that, that good old potato famine. We need some forks over here. We're working in the supermarket, please may we help you. Shut up. When working in the supermarket, we've a lot to do. Plant-based meats is about to get cheaper than animal flesh, reports say. Did you see that you can get the Impossible Burger? Speaking of faux meat, you can get the Impossible Burger at Burger King now. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. I might actually go to Burger King and check that out because I haven't been to Burger King since I was, like, probably 19. <laughs> I feel like it's it's one of those things that's going to, like, increase over time. But oh, it's, it's going totally. to slowly overtake the meat market because it's cheaper to make. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll be the old lady at the cheeseburger place. I yeah. remember when the president used to have cheeseburgers brought in by Back Uber. in my day, my burgers were made of animals. <laughs> Donald Trump loved them. <laughs> he said they were the best. They improved the economy and blah blah blah. <laughs> and my ass size. The thing that the reason I I know that Burger King is selling the Impossible Burger is for some reason I stumbled into it that in St. Louis they were doing a trial run and people there like Midwest is meat and potatoes right so people there were actually like this is actually good so then they continued to roll it out you know in Florida Alabama Georgia and now they're doing it out here I think they tested fucking Zima in Missouri so I don't really know yeah. that that's a good Well I think they they started up in uh Canada cuz I I think the Beyond Meat originally started doing in a uh, Dairy Queen up in Canada and that like that's where it took off like yeah. it was more expensive than a normal burger but it was you know plant based and it did really well because it like people were like, oh, yeah, it tastes because it was like a burger that bleeds like, you know, you take take a bite out of it. It's plant based, but it has like that same like feel and taste of 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 a medium, medium rare. Impossible Foods makes the impossible burger and Beyond Meat makes the beef, Beyond Beef. 
But it says that according to Impossible Foods, the burger is available at more than 9,000 establishments nationwide. So, I mean, that's great. And I mean, if great. you dig it, fucking congratulations. Yeah, if it tastes good, tastes good. That's all that matters. That's right. That's right. I'm going to start eating these cats. <laughs> wait, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but what was your article saying, Tyler, that it's going to be cheaper to... Apparently, it just it's compiled evidence from one person, so it hasn't been peer-reviewed yet, so take it with a grain of salt, but outlines how the obstacles that plant-based produce face when compete with meat companies. So basically, like, you know, it's, it's cheaper to make plant-based protein. Yeah, than animal... Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, animals, you have to, you know, raise them and grow them and feed them and do all that shit that is really expensive and takes a shit ton of time. Basically, you can cut out the middle cow by just yeah. not <laughs> feeding it. <cow. laughs> exactly. The synopsis was basically just like that plant-based uh, protein is going to be the the new forefront of protein meat because obviously we can't what we, what we have right now is not sustainable like yeah, a lot we of, can't sustain ourselves on this model yeah it's, there's too many of us not enough not enough cows not enough room yeah and, and yeah. a lot of the damage to the environment is coming from big industries like this so that is true but hey you know what we're probably just all gonna get hit with a nuke anyways <laughs> yeah I, I think I, it's I've really interesting. For the whole living thing, so you know. <laughs> oh no, I think it's interesting, kind of like the state of affairs, everything is right now, and like how it's kind of manifested in the people's lives, and it's like, well, I have to be cognizant of this, or I can be oblivious to this, I guess. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this month's episode of Tripace Pod. Look forward to hearing our voices in your earholes once again at the beginning of next month. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Tripace Pod on iTunes, Google Play or SoundCloud, because it stimulates the dopamine production in our brains every time you do. You can creep on us from afar at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at TriPacePod. And of course, check out show notes, contact information, and buy merch at TriPacePod.com. And as always, you're awesome. It's a conifer. Uh oh oh oh. A tree? I don't know. I think I I think I was pulling that I'm out, pulling my ass. I think that was a <laughs> oh, That's cool. I think you should totally own that shit. It's all about the delivery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, conifers are different. That's a that's a tree. <laughs> cut it, Julie. Post production Julie, cut this shit. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy.